What is this? What's wrong with these sheets? What are you talking about, dude? Dude, come look at this. What's a crap? What? They're rolled up. What are you talking about, dude? Look. Dude, you just sent, spent like 20 minutes setting your bed up, bro. Who makes a bed like that? Yo, what is up, Bragger League? This is your boy here, the Commish, sitting here with my man Brett McIntyre. Brett, how's it going? It is good. It is good. Things are good, and uh, you know it's all good. Nice. That's that's what I'm talking about. So, look, all right, Brett. So I think I feel like we need to just right out of the gate. Let's go ahead and get it over with. Look, fellas, and Shelby. We have let you guys down, and we know that. And as your podcast leaders, we uh, have a perfectly good explanation. Brett, what's our explanation? I was on a prolonged camping trip with my family uh, to the Indiana foothills, and uh, my service was out. Uh, ben, what was yours? Uh, I was on a prolonged camping trip to Indiana Foothills. <laughs> 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 I'm I'm obviously not as sharp uh, on my uh, feet as you are. So <laughs> look, look, uh, look. So w w look, we know we've let you guys down. And so this is this is our acknowledgement that. Um, uh, we're going to do better for you guys. Um, we, we, we love taking care of you guys. We love having the podcast. Um, and uh, we want to, uh, we want to keep doing it for you guys, but you know, there were some things we had to look into just as far as timing and whatnot, but look, we won't bore you with that. What we want to do is just kind of clean the site a little bit and uh, get going. Does that sound good with you, Brett? Yeah, sounds good. It's it's been a crazy couple of weeks, um, and so it's been kind of hard for us to get it together. But we're but we're we're working on it. That's right. We're back at it. So let's. Uh, you know, it's kind of late. You guys are going to get this on uh, on Sunday, so we won't. Uh, we're getting, this is going to be a little bit of a different podcast. But what we mostly want to do is just kind of talk about the league in general, Brett. And I know that this for me has been, you know, my performance has been about as bad as the Miami Dolphins but I mean I have really enjoyed our league this year and I think it's been incredibly active and you know folks are blowing up the group chat um, not only Stuart Hinton there's also others as well but um, like it's just been a fun man, it's been a fun league I mean what you know how do you feel Brett? Yeah, I feel like it's it's been a really active year and there's been a lot of trading mostly by me and Justin. But even so, everybody, you know, everybody's kind of been trading. It's always like a nice treat when I look in the app and I'm like, oh, man, look, there was a trade. Look, neither me nor Justin was involved with it. That's pretty cool. Um, and so there's 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 been a lot of trades this year. Um, and I feel like a lot of a lot of fab moves, even stuff like that. I feel like every every Wednesday when I wake up, it's always really, really fun. It's it really is just as fun as watching like the games on you know, the actual fantasy games on Sunday to just wake up and see what was spent on fab. 
And I mean, that's not like that in every league. It's, it's not nearly as fun if you, you know, nobody's spending it. It's, it's, there's no anticipation if you know you're going to be the only guy who did it. So yeah, it's been, it's been really active this year. It's been really fun. Yeah. And I, and I think too, like, you know, as guys, so this is, you know, the second or third time these guys have really paid serious attention to a league. And, and I, I can definitely tell that, you know, especially after our, our draft um, early in the year that like, we're, we're just sharper. Like we're, uh, we're doing things a little bit smarter. Each team is. And so there are guys where, you know, I'll find myself like looking through the player list and typing in a name and realize that he's already owned and think, Oh, that's pretty sharp there. T good call. Um, or, or maybe trying to uh, trade aggressively for someone and, uh, getting getting turned down and Josh T, uh, you know. Oh, I mean that's right. You probably should reject this. So um, I feel like we're all getting better as players. Maybe not, maybe not me so much, but but definitely everyone else. And so it's definitely more competitive, I would think. And um, just a just an all around fun league. And I felt like we needed to take some time and just kind of talk about how good it really has been. Yeah, it's been awesome for sure. Yeah, so so what we'll do now is let's just, you know, Brett and I, we're just going to talk a little bit about what we're looking forward to for the weekend. It kind of hits you with a little bit of what to watch for. So we all know you guys are going to be listening to this late on Sunday, and so it'll be, it'll be cool to uh, either think we're idiots or, you know, realize that this wasn't really anything to look at. But um, we, we have a couple of things uh, to look at. And the first thing is going to be uh, our – current number one in the league mr Stu hinton and so brett i'll ask you this what the thing that i'm looking at is is what what new way will Stu hinton find a win right so we've all doubted him wrongly and rightfully so his team has put up you know the second most points in the league so it's not like he's getting cheap wins but uh what new way uh will Stu find a win um well i'm i've got a couple i've got a couple here um, I don't think that Muhammad Sanu is going to be great in his first week with the, with the Patriots, but I do think that that's going to be a good thing for him moving forward because I think Sanu is a good player. Um, and he was kind of getting split in half by Calvin mm. Ridley. But uh, Deshaun Watson has a great matchup. Um, but the big one, I think, is Corey Davis mm, love with, him. The new, with, with the new Ryan Tate. So I – I got traded Corey Davis earlier in the year and I couldn't wait till he got on my team so that I could cut him. Um, <laughs> it, it was going to be really good. And I, and I did. Um, but, but now that he's got Ryan Tannehill, he may actually score a little more than he did with, with Marcus Mariota. Um, so yeah, I, I think that could, that could be how um, once he gets to Sean, this Sean Jackson back, this legitimately, it's going to be pretty scary receiving core with yeah. Hilton so new into Sean Jackson. Yeah, no, I, I completely agree. And he hasn't fully used my man Rojo number two. Uh, I'm obviously a huge fan of Ronald Jones. Uh, yes, you are. For, for some reason, rightfully or wrongfully. Uh, wrongfully. <laughs> could be. Uh, hot take, right? Uh, so so we'll see. Is it that, it's not that hot, though. Oh, well. I mean, it's – anyways. Just a very average, lukewarm take. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Stu, Stu, Stu Hinton has his team has great matchups, so it'll be uh, uh, it'll be tough for Grubbs to kind of uh, take him down. But you know, we'll see. It's fantasy; anything can happen. You know, any week. It's 
it, you, there's no telling. It's it's weird things happen. No doubt. So let's let's move on, Brett. Uh, second thing that we want to look for this weekend. Let's look at uh, let's look at Josh T and and Stephen Adams. Which, which one do you think um, as as representing the the uh, the bottom of the league? Pretty, I don't know. Pretty clearly, what uh, who's who's going to break away this weekend? What what are you feeling there? I really hope it's not Josh because he's playing me. Huh? But um, but Josh has a pretty Josh has DK Metcalf who could go off. Uh, Jarvis Landry who you know if the Patriots shut down Odell, Jarvis, uh, I'm assuming would get some um some more work. But I think I think Josh will be fine. AJ Brown's been coming on. Um, I've I've always liked Steven's team. I've always thought he had some some pretty good players. Um, Terry McLaurin didn't do a whole lot for him, and that's actually one of his best players. So mm-hmm. that could really hurt Steven. I I don't know I I don't know who who's going to break away here I think Steven's got a pretty legit group of backs Philip Lindy McCoy Coleman and so I mean neither one neither guy has a terrible team they've had some terrible luck so far but I don't think either guy has a terrible team I would not be surprised mm, you know what I'll save that I'll save that for the hot take section for you hmm. yeah I love because you you brought up a hot take earlier that was actually not my idea so I'm gonna let you have it oh yeah man I I love a hot take rightly or wrongly. Just, uh, just ask you. <laughs> don't, don't matter. Oh, don't matter. <laughs> uh, yeah, both. It, it's rough and it's really unfortunate. Both Josh and Steven both pull really tough matchups. Um, so we'll, we'll see how it plays out. Jesse, Jesse got a head start on, on Steven pretty good with Dalvin Cook on Thursday. So, um, we're, we're definitely rooting for everyone in the league, but we, we certainly hate to see, uh, Hate to see these guys plummet like anchors. So want to see want to see a little bit of a mix up here. Uh, kind of looking forward to see which one of you guys can can pull it out. So let's say the third thing we're going to be looking for this weekend. So there's a particular matchup that I am uh, really interested in in watching because it was highly dependent upon one individual player. That individual that matchup is student make and Jefferson Russell and that individual player is David Johnson and so it as of our recording this it looks like David Johnson is not going to play which means, doesn't look like it which means Chase Edmonds is and so we've got the sitting star versus the capable backup going at it uh and Really looking forward to just seeing how it plays out, Brett. What? How you feeling? Well, this is this is representative of of the league right now. This matchup really is because right now, it spots three through ten. Three through ten are either four and three or three and four, um, and they're not separated by a ton of points in a lot in a lot of spots. Right. So, like, so, Shrewd Farms is four and three, and the Nard Dogs are three and four. And really, this one player could could swing them and make it either four and four, or three and five, or five and three. You know, it's all of the matchups this weekend seem to be like like it just seems kind of like a turning point weekend because um I, I was texting Justin earlier today and I told him you know three and five is a whole lot different than four and four like it couldn't be more different and so 
you know, it's it's just a big like that's what's interesting to me is just this log jam that we have between three and ten. Because even because even right now for the four and three teams, it just takes one loss, and this whole thing is tossed up in the air again. Right. Yeah, I think it's I think it's really interesting. These both both of the teams are really uh, comparable at this point. You know, Stu's, Stu's right. battling. You know, the Pat Mahomes injury. He did just get Tyreek Hill back. Um, and then Justin on the other side, Aaron Rodgers seems to have turned it on again, just acquired OBJ, just acquired Hunter Henry. Fournette's been a beast. Like, so these are, you know, these are really two comparable teams. Um, it does it does help Justin that, that Kirk Cousins didn't do it. He got less than 12 points that's right. on, on Thursday night. That's right, yeah. Laying an egg, especially from the quarterback position, which usually brings you a lot of your scoring floor. Um, it's really really tough to see that. And Kirk Cousins was coming off two big performances. I think he threw four touchdowns back to back games. So it got an easy matchup, and it ended up being the Dow Cook show, which is no surprise, but it's just kind of unfortunate for Stu. Uh, you know, you rolled the. You had you had Dalvin Cook at one point, didn't you? Yeah. Uh, uh, sure, we can. Was that too much? Was that um, that was too far? <laughs> That was brutal. <laughs> no, I remember it, it, that was the trade I got Stephen Diggs and then benched him when he went for like 150 and three. Jesus, man. Oh, yeah, that's rough. Yeah, yeah rough. Ben, with that, with that in mind, with that in mind, I want to give you a minute to to discuss the will the Will Fuller debacle that has been your season. You want you want to talk about that for a minute? <laughs> will Fuller, he's dead to me. Okay. Okay. <laughs> no, no. That's it. Yeah. That's all you got. So, so we'll. All right. So, just so that we're transparent here, have a little therapy session because you know fantasy's fun, right? It's fun. You got all your friends. <laughs> this is your friends, your family, right? Yeah, this is your family. So, man, Will Fuller, probably. I have a lot of hot takes, a lot of really bad takes, but Will Fuller was a guy that coming into the season, I was like elated about i mean just through the roof just you're falling in love yeah i mean his looks are pretty awful but i thought as far as the talent goes this is a dude i could definitely get on board with um and so there's there's a lot of things that played into it i thought deshaun watson was going to be better than he was i thought his schedule in the early parts of the season looked strong and i was like man there's history together he hits a few big plays. I've, I've landed a strong start to the season, and then we can, we can you know, just shake things out later in the year. Um, I thought he's, he has great name value, so if he pops, I've got great trade bait. And, man, I was just flat wrong. I couldn't have been more incorrect. Like, I trotted Will Fuller out there. He was the only guy on my team that I never questioned starting. Just I felt like every week it was like Fuller's got it. It's going to be his week. And then every week, three targets for, you know, 36 yards, no touchdown. Like, fantastic. Just sink, sinking my team. And then finally, oh, not to mention, after the draft, the Texans trade for Kenny Steele's. Like, oh, this is just awesome. They traded for the exact same player. They do the exact same thing, stretch the field, and sure. Right. Sure enough, Kenny Stills looks good, and Will Fuller catches half the targets, half the catches, half the yardage. Uh, it was just frustrating. It was incredibly frustrating. So, obviously, 
you know, I guess the Texans were looking for insurance against Fuller, which at this point he's hurt, so it makes sense. But, man, I was just through the roof excited about Will Fuller, and he did nothing. And, sure, he caught – you know, he had the huge game a couple of weeks ago, and, and yeah, you feel good about that. But then the next week he goes for, heck, I don't know, 50 yards. I can't remember. But, you know, he drops – you know, a few passes that would have led to big, long touchdowns and just further defines my season. I think I think I actually lost to you. Um, I think you did, too. Yeah. I, look, it doesn't matter. Will, Will Fuller has been a very it's, – it's, it's a very sore subject, and I, I will ne- – he is on the do not draft list. I will never own him again. Don't care how good he is. Don't care how bad I am. Will Fuller – has just been signed to the Commissioner Jones do not draft list, do not own list. Well, you know, so you you had Will Fuller on the multi-year, long-term, he got his money, pay that man his money contract, and oh, yeah. you released him. From it. I did. You released him. And so I decided that, you know, my team had a little bit of stability at the wide receiver position. You know, he can come in, he can learn the playbook slow, he can he can kind of bathe in the koi pond peacefully while he waits on his opportunity. He can rehab on my dime. You know, we'll we'll see how it goes. Maybe maybe he cuts it for the next couple of weeks. You know, we're taking it a week at a time. Yeah, you're wasting your time. Well, you know, it's it's hard to say. We're we're gonna get him onto the practice field. We're gonna see what he can do with the playbook, and we'll see. You know, we'll go from we'll go from there. Yeah. Well, look, honestly. I wish you nothing but the best. I, I hope he's everything that I wish he was for me. We've been talking about Will Fuller for like 10 minutes. Yeah, I told you, bro. It's <laughs> like, like feelings, feelings are hurt. I literally, like you can ask me before the season, Ben, what's your hottest take? I'm like, Will Fuller's a beast. And like, my, I've literally had to sit all year. We're, we're freaking eight weeks into the fantasy season, and my hottest preseason take has been ice cold. Like just having, just living with that every week. Being waking up and saying, "Oh wow, I was wrong, and I don't know anything about fantasy," is really well, sobering. If if a member of the league hit the uh, fast forward fifteen seconds button like fifty seven times, they didn't miss a whole lot in our Will Fuller discussion. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I needed to vent. All right, I needed to get this out. No, I'm glad you got. I'm glad you got it out there. I'm just saying. <laughs> all right, all right. Look, let's. Okay, so Brett, let's talk about. Uh, let's let's talk about our matchups, and then we'll get into a couple of uh, hot takes I've been thinking on. So, all right, sounds good. Yeah, so let's talk about your matchup. Uh, just in general, uh, you sort of already uh, mentioned it a hair. Like, what are you? Um, I mean, it's, yeah. W- w- what's your temp? How do you feel? Uh, where do you feel like you could? Uh, what do you have to do to get the W, and uh, what ways can you see it going wrong for you? So my team, my team has been kind of boom bust all year. I've I've won a couple games in a row, but um, but last week, you know, we you and I had a pillow fight. Um, I I, I made a I made a deal this week, and I moved Odell to get Sutton and Cooks, just kind of feeling like it would really flesh out my lineup and give me zero zero holes and so my my only concern is whether or not my lineup has any boom um you know what i mean i feel like it's a very steady lineup but i I, but i do think that 
if a team like Josh's were to go off, you know, because he's got a couple guys that can't, you know, DD's super, super fast. Um, Gurley, Gurley can score a couple touchdowns. Um, he's got a team that could potentially go off. And so if, if, if Josh's team were to go off, I don't know that I have the, the real, like, you know, multi, multi touchdown guys to keep up with Zeke on by. Yeah, no, I think that's a good outlook. I think the, uh, I, I think it could go, it could go wrong for you if Josh Allen ends up with a couple of rushing touchdowns against Philly. So like Philly's going to be playing with a, with a, a softened front. They are going to have a couple of guys missing due to injury. Um, they're typically pretty stout against the run, but I think that's going to make them a little more susceptible and especially with Allen being the running quarterback, I can easily see him falling in the end zone a couple of times. And I think that'll, um, you know, I think, I, I think that'll really kind of swing the thing over to Josh's way. I, I'm, I'm a big DD fan, uh, obviously a big David Montgomery fan. So if, if Josh is going to sneak this away from you, I feel like uh, DD's got to do something that he hasn't done all year. Um, they're going to have to give him the ball. He's going to have to score and he's going to have to produce. Um, so it's, uh, it's going to be tough. I mean, um, we'll see what happens. I think the, uh, the Saints D against Arizona is really good in your favor. Don't like Ebron against Denver. Um, but we'll, uh, don't, I don't like any, I don't like any tight end aside from Waller, who I'm stupid and traded. I don't, I really don't like any tight end that I started all year. Yeah. Well, we'll, uh, we'll see, man. It'll be, it'll be fun. Um, kind of see how it plays out. Yeah. Let's, let's, so for your, for your game, it's you and T Reed, and I'm going to go out with it. We've got our hot takes coming up. I've got a really hot take for you. If you don't start a quarterback, there's a really good chance you won't win. <laughs> this, this, so you should probably look into that. Yeah. So, so by the time everyone hears this, I will have already picked a quarterback. Um, and we should, I'll, we should try and do it live on air here, but uh, but I'll spare you that while I search through uh, the player list here. Um, so yeah, feeling feeling good about uh, the matchup. We'll see. So if things are going to go right for me, then I've got to have some sort of production out of Juju Smith-Schuster and Devin Singletary. Like these these are two dudes that I you know spent some trade capital to acquire. Um, Singletary's role hasn't really built built into what it might could be, and obviously my thoughts on Juju Smith-Schuster are very uh, publicized. So, I mean, for for me to be able to come out of this with a win, I'm going to need big weeks from uh, from those guys. Um, Ingram's got to got to be able to uh, produce. Um, I do I do like the Seattle D against Atlanta. So. Uh, the news coming out about Matt Ryan not being able to play actually makes that a little bit stronger. I'm not sure Schaub is is going to take them to the promised land. So actually affects T Reed. So T Reed had Matt Ryan, so not having to play them is 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 helpful. So he's gonna looks like he's gonna start Jimmy G against Carolina. Um, they just picked up Eman Sanders, who we both love, but but we'll we'll see. Um, so that that's my side on T Reed's side. I mean, he's got the juice, man. Like. Thomas can score. Woods can score. Marvin Jones somehow finally realized he could score again. Aaron Jones can score. Austin Eckler can very much put up some points. So he's got a lot of guys that if they came out and scored a touchdown, I would not be surprised. So 
Um, it, it, I, I would not be shocked if T. Reed put up 125 this week and made it really tough for me to catch him. Yeah, T. T. Reed's team. Uh, I caught him on a good week when I, I, I believe when I played T. Reed, he scored about 80 points, and then the next week he scored like 130. And so you just don't know whenever you play him what exactly his team will be doing. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, um, but I think I think you've got a good team. I feel like you haven't quite given your team as much credit as I think as I think you could have. Um, but I think you know, your team is good. And, and I mean, it's, it's in that category, that three to 10 category where my team is as well of just like good teams that haven't quite separated themselves. Um, you know, I, I think the top two, you know, Stu and Josie have really separated themselves, but nobody else really has. Yeah. Should I, uh, should I start Tannehill? Sure, man. I kind of thought Tannehill was owned. I think Jonathan owns Tannehill. Sure. No, I mean you're looking at the list. Hold on. Ah, oh, dang, yeah, crap. Well, how about that? Good pickup, Gary. Is it? We'll see. Yeah, come on. It's got to be. I mean, for, yes, surely, right? If we like Corey Davis, we have to like Tannehill, right? We all love Corey Davis, but yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> That's I understand. All right, all right. Look, it's between Philip Rivers and the Red Rifle. I mean. Look, go with your gut. Go with your gut here. What do you think? Ah, uh, jeez. I'm going to have to eat this no matter what. Uh, and you're doing it on the air. I know, so. man. All right, this is cringeworthy. This is riveting content for the guys, I'm sure. Ah, <laughs> uh, shoot. Ah, oh, man. All right, I'm going with it's Philip Rivers. Just let's do it. Philip Rivers starting T. Reed coming for you. All right, so do we want to get into our hot takes? Yeah, let's 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 hit them with the hot takes. I feel like yours was a little, uh, yeah. Well, yeah, go for it. So we each have a hot take for you guys. We'll see. This will be fun to uh, wear later on in the league. So, Brett, Brett, what do you got for us? Uh, okay, so mine is that. So I'm looking at a couple teams here, um, and I won't. I shall. I shall not name names, but mine is one of them. I'm looking at. I'm looking at the top six, and I'm going to say that three teams in the top six won't make the playoffs. That's that's going to be my hot take. Just looking at a couple of the factors, um, I'm going to I'm going to say that three of the top six don't make the playoffs, which means that it's wide open after after that top three. Mm. Trying to look through it, looks like. Looks like Gary, Stu Shoemake, and Shelby may end up being left out. Assuming you're putting yourself in. No, I'm. I'm putting. I would probably put myself out in this in, in the hot take that I'm going for here. I'm. I'm. I'm actually taking myself out, which was one of the things that I said before. Have you been listening? Uh, bro, I just picked up. I just picked up Philip Rivers against the Bears. I mean, I'm pretty. Pretty checked out on on what's positive and negative about fantasy football right now. Yeah, that's that's fair. Gosh, but you can't start. No one starts Andy Dalton. Why are there so many quarterbacks on in this league? Who's holding second quarterbacks? Oh, I've got Brissett. Ah, oh, frick. 
See, this is ridiculous. All right, never mind. Carry on. Look. All right, let's uh, second hot take. So, so hot take, Brett Scorching. I'm telling you, this is this is as hot as hot as you'll get. This is a hot. This is this is a very hot take. This is as hot as you'll get. So, I'm gonna go out on a limb here and say that neither Josh T. nor Stephen Adams will take the ACT at the end of this year. That's a hot take. <laughs> sizzling. I'm talking like just sizzling. And and that's just look, I'm just I'm just feeling like I think I think Steven's gonna turn it around. I just got that gut, that deep down feeling that that he'll he'll scratch and claw his way out of it. We're we're hitting week eight. Once we hit week eight, there'll be uh five matchups left. And just thinking those are going to be the, the difference makers. I'm looking at a lot of these three and four guys right here. Uh, you you named you named names. I will say before I won't I won't get into it, but I feel like there are a couple teams that you're suspect that you feel are suspect. Yeah, there are the all these three and four teams have holes. I've sure. already said I've already said too much. <laughs> Look, we all we all have a lot of holes right here. So um, it, it it oh. It is a little – it's a little concerning, and we'll see how it plays out. But Justin Russell losing David Johnson could put him at risk for um, – I mean, I don't know. I mean, to, to be trotting out Miles Sanders or J.D. McKissick, I, I mean, I just think it's risky. There's not a lot of depth there. Um, sure – Eventually come back for him. That'll be helpful. But man, I'm just I'm just not sure. So, so definitely could could be J Ball. Could be me. I'm not out of the woods yet. I don't think. Could be Grubsy. I mean, Grubsy just spent all his fab to try and to try and avoid it as best as he could. So, um, I don't know. He's got. I mean, Grubs is almost certainly going to be, uh, uh, you know, three and five at the end of this week after uh, after play. That's a hot take. You think so? Is that should we put uh, that in? I mean, well, well, to say that he's almost certainly going to lose, to say that almost anyways certainly going to lose in fantasy, is 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 relatively hot take. Um, I, I mean, but but he does have the, the first place team with the best defense. You know, I mean, it's 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 a tough it's a tough sell. Sure. If if our man Kenny Steele's replacement for Will Fuller, who we have spent too much time already speaking on. Um, let's talk more about Wolf Fuller. Let's, let's not, please. The, the whole league rejoices when we quit. <laughs> so, so we'll see. I don't. I, heck, I don't know. I mean, maybe I'll eat my words about that. I don't know. Could be. Heck, what? Maybe. maybe. But um, I know that Joe Mixon is not helping him very much. Man, gosh, he is awful. Man, like I never would have thought before the season started. I never would have thought we'd be sitting here thinking like it's a legitimately respectable strategy to start Royce Freeman over Joe Mixon. Never never would have thought we'd ever say that. Ronald Jones or Joe Mixon? Rojo, baby. Give, give it to me. Okay, Royce Freeman or Joe Mixon? Ah, frick. Joe Mixon. James White or Joe Mixon? Asking for a friend. James White. 
Okay, Jalen Samuels or Joe Mixon asking for a friend. Joe Mixon. <laughs> Dang it. Okay. What? Jalen Samuels will back up. Tariq Cohen or Joe Mixon. Joe Mixon. Okay. Um, let's see. Let me get, let me give you one more. Um, this this one goes out to my boy J Ball. Miles Sanders or Joe Mixon. Ah, jeez. Let's go with Miles Sanders. Yeah, let's do it. Love him. Let's do it. Love it. All right. Okay, cool. Yeah, that's that's all I got. Um, But, yeah, Joe Mixon has been rough. Nice. Yeah. All right. So let's get out of here. We uh, give you a little 30-minute pod. Look, again, look, we're back at it full force. Um, We'll hit you with uh, a midseason recap uh, when we get back into the swing again next week. Um, And then we'll uh, we'll get tighter as we go forward. So, anyway – uh, that's all I got for you guys. Brett, you want to close us out? Yeah. Um, the Southern Indiana foothills are beautiful in the fall. Um, you know, grab yourself grab yourself some magazines and the people you love the most and, and make a trip. Do the right thing. This, uh, this pod has been brought to you by the Southern Indiana foothills. See you, boys. <laughs>